1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Are you kidding
0: me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: Welcome in! Welcome in! It's Tuesday, June the 2nd. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And, again, a big show. Lots of topics to discuss. Sometimes we come in here, we only got like three. Today, we got five. And we could have hit more. Uh, the Brown Yeti jumps in already on YouTube. He said, hey. So we, uh, we got the chat up and rolling. First things first, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Go over, check it out. You can subscribe to all of our different platforms. The live show is on Twitch, Periscope, Facebook, and YouTube every single day, Monday through Friday, other than holidays, because we wasn't here last week on Memorial Day, uh, because Chris was was cooking a Boston butt, right? Yes, sir. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. But yes, the live show is over there. You can always catch the replays on those different platforms, or you can subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is, we are on there. Uh, if you are listening on the Apple Podcast app, uh, do us a favor: leave a five star review, put a nice uh, written review in there. Ask us a question, whatever. If there are questions that pop up in there, we always make sure that we jump in on them. So we would uh, we would like to hear from you. So make sure that you jump in over there. Uh, the show, as always, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six wonderful, incredible sports books. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. In today's show, let's go ahead and fire into this bad boy. Uh, First thing, so I don't know how many people uh, that follow us are big-time college football fans. And if you follow college football media, uh, you know that this is a pretty big deal. Spencer Hall of Banner Society used to be with SB Nation. He was known as Orson Swindle. Uh, He is the guy that created everydayshouldbesaturday.com, and he has a massive, massive following online. Uh, He took a buyout from Vox Media. He is no longer working for SB Nation or Banner Society, which is the site that he started a year ago, which is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, SB Nation buys out Everyday Should Be Saturday, uh, so now the guy's looking for work. Uh, it's kind of kind of insane. We didn't want to spend a long time on that, but I did want to bring it up because, you know, he he's had a lot of success and a lot of fun writing about college football from a very different angle than any other media member. Uh, he has been a regular on Paul Feinbaum show. He's been a regular on uh, Sports Center with SVP. Like he is a voice, a big voice of college football, and he comes at it from a very humorous angle and an incredibly smart angle. Um, they do the shutdown full cast, you know, all those kind of things. Who knows what is going to happen uh, with that? Who knows what's going to happen with him? I am watching uh, very interestedly. Is that the right word? I'm intrigued. <laughs> is that the I don't know what the right word is, but I'm I'm waiting to see what's going to happen. <laughs> I want to know what happens. I want to know where he goes. Um, yeah, we're
3: interested to see where he lands.
2: Yes, 100%, because that, what he does is different than anybody else in the Well, sport. I mean, I'll
3: tell you this. I mean, he could. Take his time and land wherever he wants. You know, if he just made some jack selling his selling his business. Then,
2: well, I mean, he sold his business to SB Nation years ago. Like SB, it, every day should be Saturday became an SB Nation blog. Uh, I mean, it's been a decade. You know, he started working for them in two thousand nine. So you know, he worked his way up to editor, et cetera, et cetera. And then this coronavirus stuff happened, and you know, it's uh it it has impacted a lot of people. And a lot of things that you wouldn't really expect to be gone are uh, are gone, or they're changing. So, yep. yeah, it's uh, definitely a different thing. Let's uh, let's open up the show. Our main topic to start off today. Um, let's talk about the Big Ten. The Big Ten Conference Commissioner Kevin Warren um, just started, like brand new commissioner, the first African American commissioner of any conference in the NCAA, of any any major sport uh, that has student-athletes involved, right? College sports. Uh, Correct. It's the first time we've ever had one of those. And he came out yesterday and did not just release a statement. Um, he had just an incredible call to action, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it, everything about this was awesome. I want to read the whole thing, if that's okay with you, Chris. Um, yeah, go ahead. It is, it's fantastic. Uh, He said, on Monday, May 25th, 2020, George Floyd, a proud black man, was killed by a member of law enforcement in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Philando Castile, Emmett Till, the list goes on and on. Prior to joining the Big Ten Conference as commissioner and relocating to Chicago, my family had lived full-time in the Minneapolis area for over 15 years as I worked as, as an executive with the Minnesota Vikings in the National Football League. Our kids were raised in Minnesota and attended school in Minnesota before leaving for college, and the people of the great state of Minnesota are part of the fabric of our entire family. As a black man, I pray every day for the health and safety of my wife and children, especially during interactions with law enforcement. We continue to see inequality and deep divide regarding how members of the black community are treated compared to the rest of society too often. The results have been horrific and senseless. Since uh, such racism and uh, inequality are pervasive, not just endemic in law enforcement. Meaningful change will only occur if, as a nation, we are united, resilient, and determined to create difficult, uncomfortable dialogue and take significant, tangible action. We all need to strive to make the world a better place. One person, one family, one city, one state, one conference, one country. George Floyd's death cannot be in vain. And this is where the call to action happens. He said, I have made the decision to create the Big Ten Conference Anti-Hate and Anti-Racism Coalition and invite student-athletes, coaches, athletic directors, chancellors, presidents, and others to join me. I have already received powerful notes of support and interest in joining this coalition and look forward to partnering, partnering with the existing diversity councils on our various campuses. It is critical that our student-athletes possess their rights to free speech, their rights to peaceful protest, and we will work to empower them in creating meaningful change. We must listen to our young people. Our children and future generations deserve better. We are either part of the problem or part of the solution. The Big Ten Conference will be part of the solution as we actively and constructively combat racism and hate in our country. In closing, my wife Greta and I have decided to personally make an initial gift of $100,000 from the Warren Family Foundation to the National Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights based in Washington, D.C., which focuses on addressing issues regarding racism, hate, and voter registration. I will continue to pray, lead, and take action to eliminate racism and hate in our country. Godspeed, Kevin Warren. This is a massive deal. Justin Miller jumps in on Facebook, by the way. He says, afternoon, gentlemen. Um, Kevin Warren, uh, the first-time conference commissioner, yep. first-ever African-American conference commissioner, this kind of thing that he is talking about building is the kind of thing that a legacy can be built upon. Correct. Uh, the Big Ten is already built. Yeah, all he has to do, Jim Delaney set that thing up. They've got massive contracts. They've got big-time schools. They've got a, a TV contract, their own channel. They've, all he has to do is run it. It's basically Greg Sankey, right? All you have to do is run what Mike Live built. Just keep it rolling. Don't
3: this, mess it up.
2: And yeah, and, don't, don't mess it up.
3: And a lot of that is is don't take risk and he's not willing to take a risk. Uh, he's willing to take a risk right now because he thinks it's worth it.
2: Yes, and and I agree with him 100%. I think yeah, I it is too. fantastic what he's doing, um, and it's, it, it is a responsibility of his and, and all of these other conference commissioners. Uh, this will be the first of many. This was a fantastic idea. Uh, you don't just do it for the student-athletes. You do it to involve the student-athletes with the presidents and the athletic directors et cetera, et cetera, on down the line. Get everybody involved and make it in a, a situation to where everybody has a seat at the same table and you listen to each other. Yep, That is a massive, massive deal. Kudos to the Big Ten. Kudos to Kevin Warren for starting this. I I would expect all of the other Power 5 conferences to join in. Uh, yeah,
3: to jump on board and to piggyback off of it. And listen, he's got the great idea. This is one of those situations where you just call him and say, Hey, what can we do to help? You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to have your own idea.
2: Yeah. Basically, we want to do what you're doing. Yeah. Teach us. Tell us, That's tell right. us what with, we need to do. With
3: you, with you. Yeah. We can make this thing a bigger thing.
2: Ben jumps in on Twitch. He said, Michigan and Ohio State are not allowed to hate each other anymore, but in all seriousness, this is a good thing. Uh yes. there there's still gonna be hatred. Like, let's not get it twisted. These schools are still going to hate each other. Or at least the fans That's are. Right. But yeah. uh, I think that there is a a brighter outcome on the other side of this. I, I obviously it's dark times in this country right now. But but things like this, uh, it is a good thing to have happen. Uh, you can see a light at the end of the tunnel. We don't know how long that tunnel is, but uh, but we will come out better on the other side of this. I am uh, I, I would almost guarantee that. Almost guarantee it. So. After that, let's move on to another topic, and this has to do with those Power Five commissioners. The Power Five conferences are asking Congress for timely help with the NIL, the name, image, likeness stuff. And that's kind of a, it's kind of an issue, right? Uh, Brett McMurphy tweeted this the other day. He said, in a three-page letter obtained by Stadium, Power 5 League Commissioners asked Congress to, quote, enact clear national policy on name image likeness and not wait for the NCAA process to conclude, and so there will be uniform national standard that will preempt state NIL laws. And I quote, time is of the essence. Now, one, Congress got a whole lot of other stuff going on. This doesn't seem like something that Congress really should have to worry about, et cetera. But I do understand where these Power Five commissioners are coming from, right? Uh, they want it to be uniform across the board so that everybody understands what the rules are. And no, they don't want to wait on the NCAA because these conferences understand the NCAA drags their feet on everything. They's, they've they dragged their feet on this. Uh, hang on effort. now.
3: Whoa, stop. We have to stop right here. Hey, they don't want to wait on the NCAA because the NCAA has told them we don't want to be the ones to make this decision. All right. It's not because why did the NCAA drag their feet on things? Because they choose to. Yeah. Not they because don't they don't want they to do have it. to, not because they want to, they're not, they're not held up by the court system of America. That's backlogged. They pick and choose what they want to do. They could do this thing tomorrow. If they wanted to, they don't want to do it. All right. And the reason they want Congress to do it is because they got lobbyists that can pay those Congress to write the bill the way they want it, and then they get to blame Congress for it because if the NCAA writes the bill the way they want it, then you can't blame anybody. We all know it was the college commissioners and the NCAA that colluded to do this thing, to write this bill in a shitty way in which it doesn't really help the players the way we want it to help the players. Correct. All right? You're making excuses for these people. We just stop. We just stop. The NCAA okay. moves as fast as they want to move. They're a private organization. Okay. Hire more people. They have endless amounts of funds coming their way and they don't do anything.
2: Now, do you agree that it would be better for Congress to come up with a solution Hell to Hell no. Hell why, no. Why, why would you because not Congress,
3: agree with that? A, Congress has their hands full already. B Congress is completely inept and incapable of doing anything right unless they get their
2: back scratched. Okay. So so who would you leave it up to?
3: I would tell the NCAA make a damn decision. This is what we want. This is what we're fighting for as players and make a damn decision. Do the right thing and let us go out here and get paid on our name, image, and likeness.
2: Now, you have already said that the NCAA does not want to do this. Okay, but here's the problem. If they
3: don't do it, then individual states can do it. That's what they really don't want. Right? Really, really don't want. That's but where it gets states can operate much better than the federal government. This is not something our federal government should be involved
2: in. Hey, you, you are probably right on that. You are probably I'm, right I'm on that. I'm certain
3: I'm right on that. But do you will, see how
2: much they fuck up everything they touch. I, yeah. I mean, you, yes, yes, indeed. I do. They're
3: completely inept at anything except for screwing over people and helping big-money constituents. Well, what's the NCAA? A big-money constituent. Lots of money, lots of lobbyists to write the bill the way they want it, and then we have a scapegoat. Everybody already hates Congress as it is. Now we can blame them for something else that they cock up.
2: At the end of the day, somebody is going to get blamed for Something Or right? we could
3: just write the bill correctly. We could just let these people make money off their name, image, and likeness, get all the dark money into the light, and we could just not try to screw these kids because I can't believe a 19-year-old might make $200,000.
2: Ben jumped in and said, no, and I make
3: $25,000 a year. Screw that person.
2: Ben jumps in. He said, the NCAA has a huge ego and then uh, Ben said, does Chris hate the world? Um, no.
3: No, I hate Congress and I hate the NCAA. Yeah. Not the world. Those two people, yes, not the world.
2: The bottom line here is they need something done. If you leave it up to the states, um, here we go. The Brown Yeti said the NCAA doesn't want to be the bad guy and they're not willing to be the good guy. Um, that, that's that's much the, the problem it, yeah. we've got. At the The issue that the NCAA sees with this is they don't want it to become a recruiting advantage. Well, that is... Impossible! I, it is These I kids are already I don't paid.
3: either, which is why they should write the rule the way that should be written. Which is not super complicated. We we can streamline this thing pretty well.
2: I I enjoyed listening to. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Bubba Cunningham, the North Carolina uh, AD, talked about all the different ways, like without the the students unionizing and whatnot, but figuring out a way to. Uh, Allowed the NCAA game on EA Sports to be made, and everybody get paid the same for it. All these different features. Now, some of the stuff he was talking about was a little, you know, at how much a, a scholarship is really worth for football players. Like, it, get out of here with that. I, they, these kids need money in their pocket now. Like, it's
3: I don't I don't want to hear you know, I want to hear made up numbers about scholarships. I made right, it clear already. Right. That's already funny money. They created an object and said, "Well, it's worth this much money." Bullshit. It didn't worth that much money. I can tell you that this that this pin I've got right here, this hammer, is is, is worth $4,000. Well, it's not. Nobody would pay $4,000 for that.
2: Exactly. So the issue that we're running into is they need a set standard. It needs to be the same across the board if we are going Correct. to have the same rules for everybody. California having a different rule where anything goes and a state like Kentucky not having anything at all, that becomes a major league issue, right? But here's the issue. You can
3: fix this real easy. Whatever the first county is, state is, that puts out the rule, everybody else just make the same rule and pass it. Like, this is not that hard.
2: Yeah. Every
3: conference, every area that has Power 5 school, every state that hosts a Power 5 football team would instantly pass that rule. Not one state would fight it. Not one state would. What the problem would be is is California passed theirs, and then Alabama's like, we're going to bump that bitch. And then Louisiana's like, oh, we're going to bump that too. and and, and So you do kind of want them all to to kind of agree we're going to do this, which is why the NCAA should just figure out a good rule and do it. But they don't. They want to find a way to pay the players as little as they can possibly pay them, but appease them. And that's not what is right. It's just not. You make so much money, and here's the thing: all the money you make won't be affected by these guys getting outside endorsement
2: deals. That's what I was about to say. This like, is. It's
3: not like when if we were to pay Trevor Lawrence five hundred thousand dollars this year because State Farm says I want that guy. It, that doesn't take one red penny away from the NCAA. No, it it's actually like help. State Farm's not going to farm for, uh, sponsor them or any other insurance company or whoever else it is. Let him make his money.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh he Damian, has
3: a value right now. Damien jumps in on value.
2: on YouTube he says the NCAA equals MLB.
3: Oh, they're not I don't know
2: that that's the same. Well, I,
3: I'll tell you this. The NCAA is far worse than MLB owners. I don't know I don't know which turn to there. They're far worse. They are the worst period organization period in our country that's not government
2: yeah yeah they
3: I, are the worst private organization in our country and, and that's yes. insurance companies that's big pharma ncaa worse than all those guys because they take advantage of poor college students they were originally established for nothing but the safety and welfare of college student-athletes And you know what? They're so bad at their job, an entire second organization had to be founded to take over that job because they had derelicted their duty of it. They're completely inept at what they do.
2: Yeah, it it completely. Their mission statement initially was to protect and serve the student athletes, Um, and yet, you know, (laughs) Brown Yeti jumps in. He said, uh, I think Trevor is more of an all-state guy. And Ben jumps in. He said, why can't schools have more say in what the NCAA does? That's the issue. The schools do have the say in what the NCAA does. The schools and the presidents of those schools created the NCAA, and they are the ones that make up the membership institution. They The schools
3: don't want these kids getting paid.
2: You're you're talking about the school presidents, not the athletic directors. Correct. That is That's the situation here. Uh, Matt Miller said they are literally created because football players were dying in the early 1900s. Yeah. Yes. They they were created. created. Now
3: we have players dying right now, every year in college football, most of them in division, like three, a small schools and the NCAA does not
2: give a damn. They don't care. Yeah. This whole thing is, is bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. Uh, But I I do
3: not think we need to leave it to Congress. Congress has cocked up everything they have touched. At some point in time, it will become a red state, blue state issue. And then if your school is in a blue state and this school is in a red state, we no longer can play football together and we're going to end up with two NCAAs and two organizations because we'll we'll politicize the shit out of it if we let Congress do it. It, It'll just get so cocked up and run through that meal. Plus, they're going to take their 30%, put it in their pocket, by the way, because that's how they operate.
2: Well, I mean, it, all of this money would be taxed anyway. I mean, this is not like yes, nonprofit profit NCAA I'm talking money. about
3: money going to lobbyists to pay these people to do what they want them to do, to do their bidding. You think these Congress people are going to just
2: do this on their own goodwill? Really? I mean, okay, you've got a valid point. You've got a valid point. Um, That's how these sons of bitches work. I would be interested. uh, Justin Miller jumps in, said, uh, if y'all are interested in playing basketball on Saturday morning, hit me up. I I might actually hit him up.
3: Uh, This body don't play basketball no
2: more. Mine is in a little better shape than it has been. Um, These knees don't don't do that. I would prefer that somebody come up with a good solution across the board. I'm okay with that. That's what I want. That's that's what. But there's we no need reason the NCAA football.
3: couldn't do that. There's no reason that the 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 group that that Lynn Bias is a part of can do that. Like there's there's no Lynn there's no Simon? reason. Yeah, Simon. Yeah. I'm sorry.
2: Well, but he, yeah. he's Lynn only Simon. he's only doing the SB two hundred six in California. He's he's only a part but no, of
3: that. No, his organization, that the group, NCAA?
2: Well, but the yes. but the, the NCPA doesn't work with the NCAA. Like they don't work with. That bunch, but they could definitely uh, send they over can help a suggestion. write the bill. They yeah. can help
3: give input on things because if they don't get what they want, then they could be a thorn in their side and fight them constantly. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of people that aren't attacked. Who do you think's going to write the bill if we let Congress do it? Congress isn't going to write the bill. Somebody's no. going to hand them a bill and they're going to sign it.
2: Yeah, because they were paid uh, to sign it. The Brown Yeti said, "Will state." Oh no, hold on. Let me get it in order. Matt Miller said the Power Five just needs to assign a commissioner and disband from the NCAA. That. We're, we're not too far away from that happening. I'm, not, that I'm, I'm happen. not
3: opposed to that. Anything anything that puts a bullet in the head of, of the NCAA, I'm fine with.
2: At, at the same time, though, you've still got that 65 teams that are in the Power Five. No, I would make got,
3: the Power Five bigger than what it is. You, you'd take in a bunch of those G5 schools. It would just be bigger. The, the American would leave them also I and tack in.
2: I mean, I, I don't know that the American would be able to do that. They don't have the same resources that the P5 does. Um you're you're talking about doing figure, this? You figure it out.
3: You would. I promise you, you'd figure it out. I yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, out.
2: I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. I think that you know, no. P5 schools playing only P5 schools. Like, I'm the one that's talked about that. Like, yeah. Now you the just same make time. all
3: P5 conferences, 16 team conferences. You absorb the best of the the G5s that that don't make it, and the rest of those guys are in a socialized program. All these P5 schools that survived, that everybody has to pay two million dollars a year towards the athletic funds of those other smaller schools. That's Uh, just, it's just, it's just that it's just, there's a way to work this thing out to where you can put a bullet in the head of the NCAA and move on, create something new.
2: Damian Estrada says uh, NCAA is treating these student athletes like the NFL treated Kaepernick. Uh, The Brown Yeti said, and and I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think that's exactly what's going on here. Uh, Ben said, well, Cap kind of chose to get what he got. And we're not going to get into that either. The Brown Yeti said, well, states with no state taxes have an advantage if the players start to get paid. Um,
3: Hang on now. We, we can't argue about taxes, okay? Look, 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 the, we're the not going to do – we're just not going to do that.
2: Like, I, You can go down any kind of rabbit hole you want to.
3: Everybody it, pays federal taxes, and state taxes, yes. California is substantially higher than places like Texas and, and, and Tennessee, okay? Yes, you're 100% right on that. But we can't argue tax laws and and, and stuff. If you you can make money through wherever entities you're making money from, and you negotiate a $30,000 deal, and it's taxed more because you live in California, yeah, you also get to go to the beach every day. And if you live in the state of Tennessee, uh, tough shit.
2: Now You might have a creek somewhere that you might be able to go visit. Uh, yeah, it,
3: like it's just, that's just kind of the cost of living in some of these places.
2: The, the situation isn't so much the tax stuff. We can leave all the tax crap out of it. The issue is right now, not every state has implemented this. Not every state is pushing this through. No, no so we, you are we going need to
3: universal have, rule across the board. We do right. need universal rule across the board. I agree on that.
2: That's where the advantage comes in. California, you can make whatever money you want to. The issue right now is if you take that money, what is the NCAA going to do? Like, they're— the, the California state law is saying they can't do anything to you. Fuck them. But, uh, you know, we got to we gotta watch it on the F-bombs, by the way. <laughs> I don't mean to call you out. Every time you say something, we drop viewers. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but the you've only done it twice today, and we've lost, like, five viewers every time you do it. Just saying. So, <laughs> and, and I don't know why. I don't know what's happening, but it it's dropping. Well, We're, don't
3: defend the NCAA, and I won't cuss them.
2: There you go. Okay. I can understand. How about, how
3: about we make that agreement? I'm, I'm not, you don't ever defend the I didn't defend I the NCAA. I wasn't defending them. Yes, you did. You, were making it, you spent five minutes making a, making an excuse for why they can't do this and Congress should have no, to. No, no, no.
2: I was saying the P5 wants that's Congress wrong. to do it. I was saying the NCAA drags their feet on whatever they want to drag their feet but on. that's, that's their what they choice. Do.
3: That's, not a, that's not a fault of anybody else. It's a fault of them and their organization.
2: <laughs> if Vince said not, nah, Chris, keep it real. Look, do whatever you want to do. I'm just, <laughs> I'm trying to. No, keep it's the fine. Numbers up. I don't
3: want. I don't want to turn anybody off from the show. I don't. I don't. That's not my goal. It's never my
2: goal. So, and I know you get fired up about this stuff. We bring up this. Matt Miller said, "Chris, I like the f bombs, but I hate the NCAA, So don't make me defend the NCAA to make you drop f bombs." There you go. Simple enough. Uh, no, we look. We both hate the NCAA. That's that's been our stance. But on I don't this make issue.
3: excuses for them. I call them out on their bull. That's all. Like, okay like because somebody is bad at their job is not a reason to give their job to somebody else unless we're going to fire them completely from their job
2: but but what I'm saying is the NCAA stuff I, whether it be the NCAA or Congress one or the other those are both over the entire thing the con- Congress is over all 50 states right the NCAA is over all 130 schools. Well, we Somebody don't really care step about, up and do it. Uh, I don't the trust states, the NCAA we care about the to do it. Uh, well, but I don't trust Congress to do it
3: either because Congress is going to do the exact same thing the NCAA is going to do because that's what they're going to be paid to do. Then Gary, are that's how so laws work in this country. Other people write them, hand them to the Congress people with cash, and they sign the bill.
2: I understand that. I know that. Then why do you think we're going to get a different outcome if Congress does it? Because for whatever reason, I think that more people would be willing to write that bill, and it no. would be approved. That, that's just not true. No, because no I more don't. People I think the NCAA would sit on it. Damien said, "Raw and uncensored." We need more of that. Matt Miller said, "How hard is it to treat student athletes to get the right of normal students? Any other student can make money from image likeness, et cetera. 100%. Yes. The the who is it that uh, is always if you're about, if
3: you're a science like, student, okay, and you're no, doing no, research. Let's, let's I have a friend of mine right now that's doing research at Stanford. Okay. Really smart kid, smartest kid I've ever met in my life. All right, doing cancer research at science. If he cures cancer while working for Stanford, yes, Stanford is going to get a massive bump from that. They will get a large sum of money from that. Also, Logan is going to get. An obscene amount of money for the rest of his life for that.
2: Yes. All right. Look at it from from. How is that from any different than a
3: football player? How it. is that any different than a basketball
2: player? Look, because you're talking about scientists and, and everything else. Let's look at it. No, from I'm a talking
3: com- about them spending money, Chris, investing in these people, and then the school profiting from that investment. He also profits from that investment.
2: Let's look at it from a competition standpoint. If Taylor Swift attended Vanderbilt University. Right, in Nashville. She was already in Nashville, and she was in the choir where they have competitions. They have, you know, whatever else in choir. If she signed a record deal and still wanted to be in choir, there is no issue with that. Why is it different in football, basketball, et cetera?
3: It's literally that's, the exact same contract I just said. The the, the the thing I said.
2: But there's no competition in in science. Like that's just you're trying you to better the human competition race. competition in science. To... You haven't been paying attention. Do they actually have science competitions? No, it's
3: not about competition. It's the first one to get the right answer gets paid gazillions of dollars.
2: Right. Yes, they do have science competitions in college. Yes. And my wife just jumped in. She's a science teacher.
3: It's something called science Olympiads. He aced it twice. Gold medals. Logan Leak, look him up. He's a genius.
2: Here, come here. Come here. No, come here. Come here. My wife is a science teacher. I'm going to let her jump on and explain what is what this is. Because I have no idea. I was trying to explain I just told you 20 what 20. it was. You don't understand. want to listen to me? No, I wanted her to. Come here. Come on. Yeah, of course Chris is upset with me. That Chris is upset with me every single day. I'm just saying that is not true. That is not true at all. Science fair.
3: She can't hear me because you put them things in your ears. and
2: there's like prize money. You know, prize There's prize money, etc. For and, and this is colleges.
4: I think it's like
2: scholarships. It's scholarships and everything else. Okay, it's a little different, but it, it, okay, I'm I'm with you. I understand where y'all are coming from, Chris. It's not that I didn't trust you. I just don't know. I don't know. I. I had no idea. At the end of the day, there's billions of
3: dollars at stake. Billions of dollars at stake in research. This is what we're talking about, right? We're talking about money, right? Who cares if it's a goal or a cure? It doesn't matter. Uh, There's billions of dollars at stake in both industries.
2: Ben said yes, there's competition in pharmaceutical companies right now for the coronavirus vaccine right now. Yes. Yeah, but that's you're he said companies, like pharmaceutical companies. Like no, but it's still it's still students. Are,
3: there was a school yeah. in North Carolina that was really close to getting the vaccine. If you're the one that gets the vaccine, trust me, you are a winner. Yeah winner massive, with massive dollar money. signs.
2: We get we can probably jump off this. Um <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't mean for this as go as, uh, to go as long as it did. But yes, uh, the the P five, the NCAA, all of this mess, just get it sorted out. Like uh, we are so tired of this. Um, and and the P five, reaching it off out
3: on somebody else. It's your job. It's hard job to do. Yes. You took it on, Mark Emmert. Yeah. You can walk away any moment at any time if you don't want to do it. But don't pawn it off to somebody else.
2: That paycheck's real, real nice though.
3: But then you gotta earn it. Do something for
2: it. He he feels like he earns it by getting yelled at.
4: Do something hard one time in your life.
2: One time. I'd be all right with that.
4: Save big on Brunch for Mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: Uh, let's dive into, we're going to stay in college football. But let's, uh, let's jump into Notre Dame and Navy. Very interesting turn of events that is going on today. Uh, the game was supposed to be College Game Day's first-ever trip to Dublin, Ireland. It was going to be Saturday, August 29th, the first weekend. It was going to be Week 0. We've talked oh, about that zero. over the last few years. Yeah. Um, it's the first weekend of college football, but not a ton of big games. You've only got, like, four or five games that are going on. Just random stuff, like somebody goes and plays Hawaii, uh, etc., right? So, that game, however, because of the coronavirus stuff, because of everything else that's going on, it is being moved from Dublin, and they have moved it to Annapolis, Maryland, to Navy's home stadium. Yep. That may not seem like that big of a deal to somebody that doesn't pay attention to this sport. Notre Dame and Navy have played 94 straight years. It is the longest running rivalry, the longest running matchup in college football that is going on today. It did not stop for either of the world like any of the world wars. It didn't stop for uh, anything, it never stopped. Every year, Notre Dame and Navy play for 94 consecutive seasons. They have never played in Annapolis, Maryland at Navy's home stadium. It has never happened. How absurd is that? That that no, has never happened. They always
3: end up playing in, like, New York or Baltimore or, like, a, like a big stadium. A couple
2: of years ago, they did San Diego... Etc. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, no, they've, they've done, they've got, they've gone around to other places because Navy has Naval bases all over the country and they want to kind of spread the love to all of those people with a big time game. And there is no bigger game for Navy outside of the army game than the Notre Dame game.
2: And, and Notre Dame does the same thing as well. Uh, jumping back on the other topic, Damien said, if the teachers get paid for teaching, why shouldn't these student athletes get paid, uh, paid for playing? Um, I mean, this is all exactly what we've been saying. I mean, it's just that the whole thing's ridiculous. The players need to get paid, period, period, in a sentence. Uh, Ben said, that sucks. I've been to Dublin. It's a really cool city. Yes, eventually. They're
3: going to probably go back.
2: Yes, eventually they will have this game in Dublin. Well, Didn't they play in
3: Dublin a few years ago, but game day just wasn't there?
2: Mm, No, I don't think so.
3: Yeah, they've played this game. I thought they overseas played like before. in
2: Australia or something, didn't they? Maybe they played it in
3: Ireland. They played this game somewhere else. I, I think this was
2: going to be the first one in Dublin. I could be. It wasn't in that.
3: Australia. I assure you that it was like a, like a not yeah.
2: I'm. Uh, I'm looking through. Oh, by the way, uh, so it said around forty thousand people from the U.S. were expected to attend the sold out game. It was already sold out. Um, Let's see. Uh, we are obviously disappointed not to be traveling to Ireland this August, Navy Athletic Director Chet Gladchuk said in the statement. But as expected, our priority must be ensuring the health and safety of all involved. I am expecting that we will still be able to play Notre Dame as our season opener, but there is still much to be determined by health officials and those that govern college football at large. Once we have a definitive plan in place, we'll announce the specific... Blah, 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 blah. Um, so, it, basically, let's see. This, uh, the game will mark the first time Notre Dame visits Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium each prior meeting hosted by Naving has been played at a neutral site. Uh, overall, Notre Dame owns a 79 13 1 record. Um, yeah, like it's this is a massive game. By the way, it is no longer on August 29th because they're moving it back to the States. Uh, it is going to be on Labor Day weekend. So I don't know. There we go. Matt said they played in Ireland in 96 and 2012. Ben said, uh, Cal played someone in Australia a few years back. Uh, yeah, Cal I just played found 96
3: Rice. and 2012. Coke Park, Croke Park and uh, Viva Stadium.
2: Are those in Dublin? Yes. Okay, so it was in Dublin, but it was... So uh, Dublin,
3: okay. listen, Ireland's not that damn big, okay? I know. I know it's, <laughs> it's not a real big state. Uh, country, whatever, where, yeah.
2: Where is is Conor McGregor from, Dublin, or is he from somewhere else?
3: No, nah, he's probably from a small part of Ireland, if I had to guess. That'd be my guess. I'm going to bet he spent a lot of time in Dublin because once you get big, you have to go city. to the
2: city for stuff. That, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. But yes, it is. I, I think this is going to be really cool. Uh, at this point with uh, uh, Ben said he's from Dublin, I believe. So okay. interesting. Either way, uh, this, it, it's a very interesting turn of events because Navy getting to host Notre Dame for the first time, kind of a big deal. Um You know, and we don't we don't see that very often. I think it's going to be a really cool spectacle, regardless of whether they are uh, fans or whoever else in the stadium. I think it's going to be nice to see. So, uh, moving on from that, let's talk about John Jones, Bones Jones, UFC lightweight heavy uh, light heavyweight, excuse me, champion. He is vacating his UFC title. Now, have you seen all the stuff that's come out about this?
3: No, I didn't know that until you told me. You had texted me about it earlier.
2: Dana White, uh, obviously, did not want to give him a bunch of money to jump up. And we have seen stars across all these different divisions either jump up or jump down in weight class in order to make mega fights. John Jones wanted to jump up to heavyweight to fight Francis Nagano. Now, he has knocked out four straight dudes in record time. It is... Ridiculous, right? Nagano is unbelievable. Um, now he Nagano did lose to Skype Miyokik, so it, obviously he's not undefeated. He's not whatever, but he is on a hell of a run right now, and he is a hot, hot name in the heavyweight division. Bones Jones, there's nobody else to fight in his division. He has proven everything that you could possibly prove. He's fought a couple of guys twice. He keeps winning these fights. The only fights that he uh, has not uh, gathered a win in were the ones where he tested positive for performance-enhancing substances, right? Uh, the Daniel Cormier stuff. Some of that... Both of those, I think, are one. One or both was marked a no contest. Um, uh,
3: think, I think both of them were. I think
2: both of them. It, it, so He hasn't fought Cormier clean ever. Right. But he did beat him both times. But... I understand. You know, I, if, I'm not. I'm not getting into that. If he's that, on I'm just roids
3: and Cormier is not, then then you didn't beat him. You cheated.
2: I understand. Because which is why they, they market. A hell of a thing. They market a no contest, and it is what it is. Uh, on top of that, uh, Bones Jones obviously lots of trouble with the law, lots of issues. Um, he he does not help himself. Right. Nope. He just he doesn't help himself. However, outside of Conor McGregor, he is the biggest name in the sport. He draws pay-per-views like nobody else that is going in UFC right now. It, if you go and look at the numbers, his pay-per-view numbers are astronomical compared to everybody else, right? So, it, here's the deal.
3: He wants out of his deal. He wants now, a new the deal. He
2: he wanted a massive. Yeah. Right? Here we go. The Brown Yeti said he didn't win, but he didn't lose. And Damien said, Conor McGregor's from Cuckooville. Uh, probably. Probably so. But— this, uh, here we go, here we go. Matt Miller said, from Crumlin, a suburb of Dublin. Uh, Dublin. They like to rhyme over there. So, he was from Crumlin, Ireland, which is right outside of Dublin. All right. Anyway, back to this. Uh, Bones Jones wanted a ton of money yep. for this Nagano fight. And yep. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all.
3: I like, wouldn't have given him one nickel outside of his contract already.
2: I don't think I would have either because you because can't trust him. Because he hasn't
3: earned the right to demand anything. He can't stay clean. He can't stay out of trouble. Yes, he's a massive draw. Guess what? People who have drug problems are always going to need money. So he's going to take this fight on the contract he already has. He has no leverage whatsoever.
2: Uh, Matt Miller said, Respect to Jones and Liddell, though, for uh, for taking spray spray paint cans. Uh, from rioters in keeping order in their cities, yes. Like oh no that's no the, yeah. That's what, he, the crazy what he's thing. done,
3: what he's done recently with the protests and stuff has been a big thing, and it's been a good thing. Yes, he it, needs something to help change his image. But if I'm Conor McGregor, if I'm his employer. I will not take anything away from you, but I will not give you anything more than we've already given you until you can show me. Now I'll let you move up. I'll let you move. Down. You do whatever you want to do. It's called we establishing trust. Yeah, right? but you have to show me. You're going to fight this fight and you're going to fight it clean. you are gonna pass a piss test when we're done and, and we're going to be okay.
2: And the bonuses and incentives for the pay-per-view numbers are already built in. It's that's not right. like he's not going to get paid for those. That's okay.
3: right. That's right. I agree. I, that's it. And does he want a new contract? Sure. He's got to earn the right to have that money. You're, what you've done in the past, yes, your pay-per-views were massive, but, realistically, on paper, those two fights didn't exist because you screwed them up.
2: Well, it's not just those two fights. I mean, the last one, because he hadn't fought Cormier in, in a couple of years. Well, I'm just now. talking about those but,
3: two fights, though. Like, but outside you of those... You can't show me those pay-per-view numbers and tell me this is why I deserve money. No, you messed those up. The those only, are a black eye in our sport because yes, of you.
2: The only fighter that gets routine 1 million pay-per-view buys is Conor McGregor. Connor. That's right. However... Uh Bones Jones gets about 750 average per and that no, is like fine. that is 250,000 more than And if he can, can fight two
3: or three times clean and stay out of trouble, I, he can get his contract.
2: Um so along with this, Bones Jones also brought up the idea of moving down a weight division. Yep. He's not talking about necessarily getting out of UFC. Now, he did bring up in one of his tweets about let me out of my contract, etc., and then Dana White did come out and comment on it and said, hey, he's made enough money. That's fine. If he wants to be out of his contract, that's cool. We don't necessarily need him. That's right. He can quit. I, I, would, I would disagree. I think they do need him. I think that's uh, why I he hasn't been I don't. penalized. He,
3: okay, out of who needs who more, he needs them more than they need him. I think he's probably have another right. Rev- he, with his background, he doesn't have another revenue stream. He's not very touchable or marketable for many things right now.
2: Agreed. Agreed. Um, but he was talking about moving down a weight division to fight for the title down there against Israel Adesanya. Uh, Izzy is one hell of a fighter, and I would yep. I would love to see that fight.
3: I'd be great if he moves up or down. He does. I would say you we, we, we both agree it. he needs to move weight classes to find somebody new to fight, right? We yes. agree on that.
2: Yes, 100%. Yep.
3: And I don't care if it's up or down. I, I really don't. I, I'll watch either one of them. It doesn't matter to me.
2: I think you should probably move up. Uh, you move down. It, that's it's easier have an to move up. Yep. It's easier
3: to put on weight. I mean, it just is.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely harder to cut weight. Um yep. But at the same time, when you cut, uh, you've still got twenty four hours to put back on that weight. At, it it might make for easier fights if you were to move down.
3: Mm, so when you cut weight you you tend to lose a lot of muscle mass.
2: Oh yeah. 100%. He'll be lighter,
3: he'll be faster, but but he'll he'll lose something.
2: I I want to see him fight. I want him I don't to care. fight right. I want to see him fight too. And yeah. I want to see him
3: rehab his image a little bit. We love a What do we love most in this, is, a, this a country? A comeback story. We love a comeback story. Yes. We love if if you're dominant from pillar to post, that's amazing, that's great. But but there's gonna be a lot of people that are just gonna hate you for being dominant for so long.
2: Okay. Yeah. We love a comeback story. Damian Estrada said John Jones should take the money and put himself in a recovery center.
3: Now he probably needs some rehab. And then yeah. maybe he's had rehab. I don't I don't know anything about the man outside of when he comes up in the news, which is never a good thing until yeah.
2: yesterday. Yeah, pretty much. Yesterday
3: um, he had some good news about him, and that's awesome.
2: We always enjoy the good news. Matt Miller said, Does McGregor have any chance against Habib, Justin Gaethje, or Ferguson? A hundred percent. Yeah, he got, he's got he's got a chance against
3: anybody he steps in the ring with who like, really wants to fight.
2: Let's let's not get it twisted here, okay? Uh McGregor, regardless of how he went out against uh against Habib, and yeah. regardless of him losing to uh, Floyd Mayweather, whatever he he was going up against the best in the sport. Now
3: Floyd Mayweather's a joke. That was a, I understand. That was that, a sideshow.
2: Yes, it was hundred percent a sideshow. He was never going to lose that fight. Like that's the way it goes because that would that thing was rigged from the beginning. But anyway, yes, uh, it was a spectacle. It was entertaining. You don't think so? But I thought it was whatever. Um, does he have a chance against those? Yes, he could beat Ferguson. I mean, you could absolutely batter Ferguson for however in a, long in a
3: fight in a in a sport in which you throw punches you strike one another anybody has a chance at anyone if they can slip a punch by somebody that they weren't expecting you catch them clean it's over
2: yes yes uh I think he could beat Gaethje uh I think he could beat Habib like yeah. I still to this day believe he could beat Habib. Habib
3: would be a massive favorite over him probably but I think Gaethje in, would too but 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 well I don't know that Gaethje would be as big of a favorite over him not I think as Habib. big
2: but I Habib think Habib would be, would
3: be a pretty big favorite outside of the fact that Connor, if it was a fair line and not a skewed line, because Connor has a ridiculously huge fan base, then, then it would be a pretty big.
2: Oh, I mean, Habib, Habib should be like minus 300 against yes. him. Maybe, he won't, maybe he wouldn't
3: be, he wouldn't be because no. Connor's just going to have so much money come behind him.
2: Yeah. hundred percent. But it, that's the thing. He has got a massive left hand. A lot of people aren't used to those left hands. Uh, you get one good punch in there, I mean, you can yeah. end anybody's night. So, that's the right. way it goes. Uh, Damien said McGregor against another bus. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the odds of... I don't know what they'd be on that one. Uh, let's close out the show with this. We've uh, we've gone pretty long today, and I'm... Uh, I, I feel pretty good about the show so far. So far. <laughs> let's close out with this. Deshaun Jackson said on a podcast that he wants the NFL to mic up players if there are not going to be fans in the stands. Now, I don't think we have any issue going forward. Obviously, we'll see what happens after all the uh, the stuff that's been going on in this country. Um, but I, I think we're going to have fans in the stands. I, I don't yeah, think that's
3: going to be an issue. I 100% agree.
2: Um, so what I'll he take said, the over
3: on any bets I can get for attendance.
2: What, uh, what he said was... Uh, he, da, 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 let me see. He said, it's going to get crazy without fans, Jackson said. I think they should mic up players. I think they should give fans insight to see what really goes on between the white lines. It gets crazy. I know in the trenches it gets crazy, and I know on the outside it gets crazy too, the conversations we have going back and forth. Now, to go ahead and put this in perspective, other players have already weighed in on that subject. Kurt Cousins, um, he stated an empty stadium would be refreshing and a breath of fresh air. I mean, the guy doesn't really like pressure. I guess. Melvin yeah, he Gordon. Booed
3: a lot, even at home.
2: Yeah. Melvin Gordon, uh, he said that he is used to playing with no fans present because he played for the Chargers. Shots. Taking shots. You got to love that. Um, it, look, the deal is, uh, let's see. Who was it? Oh, Jackson. He said, My feeling about playing in an empty stadium, I definitely can't recall playing in one. I've never played in an empty stadium, honestly. Uh, even in Pop Warner, I used to look in the stands and have fans, so it's going to be a culture shock. I think at the end of the day, we're all professionals and we're all, or we'll all have to adapt to having no fans present. It'll definitely be weird at first, but hopefully they can figure out an alternative. I think a lot of teams and players feed off of the energy of fans. Yes, that's what home field advantage is. Um, I, I don't know. Ben, let's go ahead and dive into these topics here uh, or chats. Ben said, we'll see after these protests if there's a huge spike and we have to go back on lockdown. Uh, Damien said, I don't see sports happening at all, especially if martial law happening or happens. Um, no, that's not going to happen either. We We are at the very beginning of June. We are going to be fine. I there think we, no we are
3: both optimists like, here. We think they're going to be fine. The, 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 they say 14 days for this thing to get in your body. That is the safety valve. But 90% of people see signs and effects within three to four days of COVID. And, the, the protests are going on, what, day four, day five now? We would already be seeing six. spikes in Minnesota if it was a thing. W- remember the, that 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 orgy that happened in the Ozarks that everyone said, oh, my God, all these people are just going to die? One person came out of there, and they said they had COVID, and that's somebody that they think probably had it before they got there. And then, amazingly, nobody else got it that was sitting in a pool with them. Yeah. It's just – we just don't have a lot of action of this thing being transmitted outside. I'm not a scientist. I'm just going off the stuff that I've heard, listened to, and watched. But we have a lot of people walking hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm through streets, hugging, kissing, holding each other close right now. And we and the haven't are seen going down. many spikes. Yeah. Now, even if there is an uptick, we can't panic about an, up- an uptick and a spike are totally different. These people have been locked in their homes for three months, three and a half months. And now they're out. So if there's an uptick, that's different than a spike. We need to see massive. If hospitals aren't being overran, then we say we open it up. Yes. I'm, I want to go outside and I want to do stuff outside. Indoors, we can have different conversations because this thing does travel differently indoors. But outdoors, big stadiums, even if it's a dome kind of thing, it doesn't matter. Let us go. Let us go outside.
2: Ben said uh, the protests will tell us if we can have stuff uh, or if we can stuff people into stadiums or not. It, yes, yes 100
3: pro- Yeah, one week from today, we should have unbelievable results on if we should open up sports or not.
2: Yeah, uh, because the protests are happening basically everywhere. Uh, Every, ben said
3: Everywhere.
2: Ben said, I'm not buying it yet. If there's really no huge spike, then maybe I'll be sold. Uh, I can understand that. I mean, obviously, take a wait and see approach. There's no issue with that. There's but no you don't problem. have
3: to wait. It's not like we have to wait three weeks. I mean, we're already four no. days into this. If we haven't seen a spike in another two or three days, it's just not coming.
2: No, it 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 won't be. Like that's no. the way it goes. So I'm I'm curious. Uh, I don't know if it might be warm weather. I don't know what it could be. But I don't.
3: I I, I like I said, we're not scientists. We're not we the guys who no ask about this stuff.
2: You got that right. So back to Deshaun Jackson, though. Uh, if there are no fans in the stands. If they decide that that is not the way that they want to go about this, if they want to just have football with no fans, um, miking up players, I, I'll go on and tell you this. Uh, oh, Brian Yeti said uh, we're a weekend, Chris. Yeah, we're we're. I mean, it was seven days yes. ago today that uh, that George Floyd was murdered. So yeah, but I don't think and the, the I, protests I think, really started. I think like there a, was
3: a there was a shock. There was an organization of people, and they, I think there were. I think we're a day or two off from the protest it, starting. It
2: really fired up on Thursday night of last week. And, and Minnesota
3: started before the rest of the country, so if we want to look for the, the, the uptick faster, we look to them and, and see have we had an uptick or not. Because if they're five days in, then, yeah, we should have seen it by now.
2: Yeah, yeah, we, we really should have. Um, miking up NFL players, I don't think it's a good idea.
3: I think okay. I think it would be really entertaining. You got to move all these games to like Showtime and HBO.
2: Yeah, because they they are not going to uh yeah. when you when you of hear bad words. when you hear these players mic'd up and you see it on you know, whatever it may be. Um it, when you see that stuff, it's it's already been edited. It's yes. already been, you know, shut up to where like you know exactly what you're going to get.
3: First, the NFL edits it, then yeah. the team gets to edit it, and then the broadcast company after that takes what's left and they edit it down and show you what they're avail- they're allowed to show you.
2: Yeah, and that's that's where it becomes a thing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. The NFL in no way will allow this to happen. No,
3: I think it would be fun. I think it would be enjoyable. I wouldn't mind it, but I that there's no way it would happen. No No. way it would happen. But I I also am the internal optimist. I don't think it's going to be an option. I think they're going to have fans. I think, I've told you, I think they're going to sell out opening day. I think they're going to start on time, and they're going to pack those stadiums out. I really believe that.
2: Yeah, I believe it as well. I I don't know that it's the
3: right thing to do. I'm telling you, that's what I think is going to happen. I think the NFL wields that much power. They are stopping for
2: nobody. Damien said, well, it worked for the XFL, so why not do it in the NFL? Plus, doesn't the NFL do it at the Pro Bowl? (laughs)
3: <laughs> we're, we're having different conversations. Completely different conversations. The Pro Bowl is zero competition. Zero competition. Nobody wants to be there.
2: Yeah, they, they mic up the XFL, but it, those players, I mean.
3: This is not this is not that.
2: It ain't the same. And the NFL the same. is
3: super not going to take anything that the FA failed. I mean, the one rule that we wanted them to take from the XFL, they tabled for a little while and they might come back to it. Yeah. They're just I love the XFL editions. I wish the NFL would adopt them all. Many, and, of them. They, and they probably will at some, some point. Some maybe some of them. They're um, going to be slow to do anything because they're just they old always guys are. that don't like
2: change. Yeah, they don't like change. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to keep advancing the uh, the platform. Keep advancing. I don't know. That they goes. have to
3: keep advancing anything. Well, that's where we disagree.
2: It, it, look, they already had massive numbers back. You know, when the XFL first started, and you know, it is what it is. Brown Yeti said there, uh, there's a hot mic rule. You know, eh, eh, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, that's going to end the show today. There's there's no big topic to top up, right? I was just nope, looking. I see didn't that. see anything. All right, let's get out of here. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you, as always, for jumping in the chat. You guys drive the conversation. We love you for it. I can't tell you that enough. We really appreciate what you guys do. Um, make sure you are subscribed on all the different platforms we uh we appreciate that. We, <laughs> Damien said they should have the cameras in the locker room. Yeah, <laughs> with the whole XFL, WWE, whatever stuff. Yeah, I, we remember that. I'm with you. I'm with you. Good gracious. Who, who doesn't love a, a beautiful woman, right? Um, you guys are fantastic. Again, can't thank you enough. Uh, make sure you're subscribed on all of our different platforms, our live platforms. We are live every Monday through Friday. This Thursday, we will be going live at 3 p.m. I am making the transition back to the office So, we're going a little bit early, 3 p.m. Central Time on Thursday. Uh, Friday will be, you know, typical time. Normal time is what it is. So, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Our Apple Podcast numbers are growing. We definitely appreciate that. You guys leaving comments and reviews and everything else. On your review, put in a question. Tell us a topic that we need to hit on. We will hit on it. We'll talk about it. So, we'll, uh, we'll include you in the conversation. We always appreciate that. Make sure that you check out tunicatravel.com. Tunica, Mississippi is the South's premier sports gambling destination, and they have got six wonderful sports books. You guys are great. Again, we love you. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you again tomorrow